Hello, everybody, and surprise with a Crafty Crew podcast, uh, St. Patrick's Day, Paddy's Day, but never St. Patty's Day special. Uh, lads, how are we all feeling? Fantastic. Yeah. It's a good day. <laughs> uh, we are kind of just throwing a last minute uh, as live podcast together for you guys. Uh, so we have a selection of drinks that we're, we we normally only have two on each episode. But today I think there's a total of, am I right, uh, four in total? So I, me and Nally are having Guinness now, like just for the for shits and giggles. Because you have problems. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's also, me and Nally also have uh, Brehan Brewhouse uh, Shanko Dove Porter. Um, in, a, in a weird twist where we all didn't get the same one, Mark and Walshy are on um, Western Herd's Dolman Irish Whiskey Stout. And then all four of us are going to have a Shamrock Shake, which I think is, uh, I'm not looking forward to that one. I've seen pictures and I'm, I'm very concerned. <laughs> I should say, and I'll put this back in the edit, because uh, I'm Kinger, I'm joined by Mark. Hello. By Nally. Well. And by Walshy. Howdy. Um, so look, do you want to, will we, will we crack on with a couple of Paddy's Day facts, Nally? Yeah, sure, you may as well, I suppose, uh. Yeah, I've uh, one or two. It's usually, you know, trying to do the history of the beer style or how the beer style is made. So it's generally a bit of a longish spiel and it's hard to come up with one of them for Paddy's Day because 99% of the things people know and then the rest of it, you know, they're a couple of liners. So it's a bit hard and this isn't much different, but it's as interesting as I could find. So there's a an island in the Caribbean. It's called the Emerald Isle of the Caribbean. The country is called Montserrat. And the reason I bring this up is it's one of three places. So there's only three places that recognize uh, Paddy's Day as a national holiday. There's Ireland. There's in Canada, it's the province of Newfoundland and Labrador. And then it's the country of Montserrat. So the reason this is kind of strange is uh, the country of Montserrat being in the Caribbean and stuff like that. You know, there's not. <laughs> it's it's quite strange because you can check it out on YouTube for anyone who doesn't know it. But uh the lads over there seem to have a thick Irish accent. Like, they're fluent in Irish and they speak with, like, a West Cork accent. It's beyond belief. It's just mental when you see videos of it. But um, this all comes back from, like, in the like around the 1700s. Um, there was neighbouring islands of St. Kitts. There was uh, Irish uh, emigrants were living there and stuff and they kind of got shooed across by... The people who are in charge of St. Kitts, let's not talk too much about who they were or whatever. But uh, as is their style, they shooed the Irish away and uh, pushed them out somewhere else. And um, there was a lot of slaves. Where has that on. happened before? Yeah, I wonder, right? But there's a lot of slaves living there in Montserrat as well. And um, the Irish were indentured servitude and they were essentially slaves as well. So they were mixing with all of the slaves who were there. And uh, it kind of led to a huge Irish heritage being part of the island in Montserrat. And they're left speak to this day. They still speak with quite a thick Irish accent, so they do. Uh, just Nally. So they they weren't owned by the English until they they were like claimed by the French, and then during the the Succession War, the English took the island. So they actually went there of their own free will at the start. The stones on this guy to cut Nally off and correct him on one of his facts. I love I it. Mean, like typical Paddy's Day banter. <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough. It's like, it's it's a special episode. It's episode nine. I mean, if it's if it's if I've gone this far without having to be cut across, I'm, I feel like I'm doing okay. <laughs> I got told a great little fact today by a friend of mine called Caitlin. She told me that um, not only is Saint Patrick the patron saint of Ireland, but he's also the patron saint of Nigeria, which might explain why Guinness is such a big seller down there. I, I actually discovered, See? and I never knew this, that the original colour for St. Patrick's Day was blue. Um, up the dubs. Up the dubs, huh? Up the dubs. Um, and it's all, like, uh, it's because, the, is the, like, is Ireland's, like, actual national colour blue as opposed to green? Is that is that correct? Yeah, uh, so the, the national colour of Ireland is actually blue and not green, which, you know, it's just the jerseys and stuff were made green, so a lot of people have it. It comes from the tricolour itself, so it does. Um, and that's why people have it as green. Yeah. Um 
but green green ribbons and shamrocks were kind of uh, they date back as far as the 17th century but originally uh, we would have all been blue and they would have been dying the river in Chicago blue as well as opposed to green which is I think mad enough now just just a funny thing talking about how we we celebrate as color is green now but originally it might have been blue well another St. Patrick color is um, St. Patrick's flag or St. Patrick's saltair saltair I'm not sure how you pronounce it but uh, say the Northern Irish flag, that's the Red Cross from corner to corner. So when the Union Jack was made, it was a combination of the English flags so the cross of St. George, so the plus. The blue was the Scottish flag, you know, the white X with the blue. And then the, the red uh, X from corner to corner was Ireland, St. Patrick's Saltair. So it represented the whole of Ireland. So that's where the Union Jack comes from. So the colour representing St. Patrick in the Union Jack is red. So that's the third colour that he's involved in. He's a bit, he's a bit of a colour slut, is he? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, just as well on, on Nally's facts, so any massive music fans out there, um, Montserrat, like back in the 60s, I think, or the 70s, some lad set up this uh, recording <laughs> studio there to uh, try and like boost um, you know, income on the island. And like he man, some of the bands he got uh, to get there. I think it was the Beatles producer, but he got the Dire Straits, Paul McCartney, Duran Duran, the Police, Elton John, the Rolling Stones, and of course the biggest superstar ever, Jimmy Buffett, all <laughs> recorded albums on Montserrat. Can you can you imagine those bands just turned up to Montserrat, this island in the middle of the Caribbean? Like the middle of the Caribbean, just turned up <laughs> onto Montserrat. All these lads coming out. And just chatting away to them, and then all of a sudden feeling like you're in fucking West Cork. Like, <laughs> imagine the shock oh, to these yeah. boys. <laughs> How are you sting? How are you sting? How are the lads? Where are you welting? You're not in the langer. Dr. Walsh, what's, what's your fact for Paddy's day? I, I, I'd like to get onto a serious topic right now and involve um, <laughs> leprechauns. So, leprechauns are likely based off Celtic fairies. In Celtic folk tales, leprechauns were cranky souls, a bit like myself, <laughs> responsible for mending shoes for other fairies. Something I don't do, but I would count myself as a cranky soul. You look like one as well, to be fair. You look like a cranky soul. <laughs> I appreciate that. Are you sure that's, are you sure that's true and somebody wasn't just trying to make a shoe joke that you t- took as a fact? Cranky soul? Hey. Hey. Fix the Aww. shoe with the cranky soul. Hey! While she said it, no. while she said it, I just pointed no. it out. Nobody no, noticed it. Can we get a drum there? Can we, can we edit one of them in? Just, after smash, he says it, just that? smash one of the drinks. Uh, God knows. No, God no, knows after we drink. rate them, one of them might need a smashing. So we'll wait and see. Uh, okay, so look, because we have a few, we have extra beer to get through this week, we'll be we crack on to our first beer. Nali, do you want to tell everyone what we're drinking? Uh, yeah, sure, we can do that. So uh, we're on the Breton Brewhouse. It's the limited do- limited edition Shanko Dove Porter. So it's been aged in whiskey casks. It's eight point eight percent. So I reckon this is a you know might be a bit of a stomper here. Walchi, do you want to tell us what you guys are on? Sure, we are on the Western Herd, who we've had before. They're Dolman Irish Whiskey Stout. Limited edition 2019. Which is also aged in whiskey barrels, but has cocoa nibs and roasted coffee. Uh, so it's just a better stout wage in, in whiskey barrels on paper than what uh, Nally and Kinger have. Because, you know, me and Walsh are better people. Well, scholars, Mark, is what Legends the and scholars, for. isn't that it? The Isle of, or the Isle of Saints that's and scholars, that's right. And we're the scholars and they're the saints. Uh, and learn, that's and learned doctors. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, doctor. No, no, just on your point there, lads. I mean, generally, don't we say more alcohol equals more better? And ours is 8.8%, whereas yours is a <laughs> paltry 7 point something. Uh, so, you know, just put that out there as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Nally, so you and I might kick off this one with our uh, Shanko Dove Porter. porter. So, uh, aroma for me already is like, <clears throat> I'm I in, in terms of a porter, I think it's, it's, it's a lot sweeter than what, what I was expecting. Um, I don't know what I was expecting to, to be honest with you, but like, yeah, it's it's definitely got something there. It's kind of quite sweet. There's, um, you know, you can kind of, for me, I don't know, you can kind of smell like that bit of extra, 
you know that kind of uh, smokiness or that kind of richness you get from whiskey you can kind of smell that in the background as well just it's not overpowering around but you can kind of get a sense of something yeah. else as well and I, for me i found it's actually holding quite a good head um you know it, it looks like a proper good port or proper good stout type of job it's uh it's pretty damn black like i'm holding it up to the light and i'm not seeing through it at all it's 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 oh, a yeah. very it's as it's as dark it's as <laughs> yeah, dark yeah, as my yeah. soul <laughs> yeah, no like, through you, that, could, like, you could use that instead of blackout uh, curtains or something like <laughs> oh that is tasty that's super tasty oh lad i might need a minute yeah so Alright, so let's just go through it then. Let's go to the mouthfeel part before we give away too much. But uh it's like slightly carbonated. Yep. Not too much, just just a bit like just enough yep. I think. And it's not like um it's not like uh what one was it we had? Remember we had one there a while ago and it was real thick and it was kinda of coated your whole mouth, kinda of like a honey kind of sensation. This is nowhere near that. It just kinda of stays for a minute or two and then it's gone in a good way like. It's not hanging around for too long, right? Yeah, there's no major, there's no major aftertaste there. Like, is there? Like, it's it's kind of yeah. I, I'd say it's kind of like a, a pretty clean finish. Maybe might be the word for it. Yeah. Um. Are you are you getting the the whiskey kind of vibe off it? I'm not getting too much of a. I like speaking about that kind of heat feeling in your chest. I'm not getting an awful lot of that from this. Yeah. No. I I agree with you there. It's not. It's not a. It's not really punching you with the heat feeling that you you generally tend to use sometimes. But it's, when you take that first mouthful, that first bit of the sip, it's kind of at the front of your mouth. You kind of get that, you know, that kind of richness that you get from a whiskey or that kind of, you know, a little bit of a sting, but in a really good way, I think. You get that kind of, a little bit something just at the front of you. A smooth sting yeah. for a good yeah, whiskey. Exactly, like, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just at the front, like, it doesn't <clears> even go back to your throat or anything. It's just at the front of your mouth, you get that. And it's gone by the time it hits the back of your throat. It's, uh, it's, uh yeah. Sorry, just a quick side note, and the boys will talk about their beer when when, <laughs> when they get to it. But Walshy's holding up his his effort of pouring their beer, and it's like seventy five percent head. <laughs> What's happened? I would. Al- I had to leave the room and and scoop the head out and wipe it off with a tissue. Oh, yeah. No way. This is. I'll just show you my bottle. Yeah, it's I had to do the same. It's insane. Clean. I don't I know if you can really see it. Weird. So it's just like, thank you for going first because I had to clean up a bit of a mess. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I'm getting um, like a real kind of a, a sweetness off this as well, Nanny. There's a strange like I don't think chocolate is is part of the flavor here or or anything, but like I there's a kind of a there's a milk chocolatey sweetness I find in this. That's it's 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 a uh, I think it does coat your mouth that little bit. It's not it's not very kind of severe, but I think it does leave. Um, a little bit of a taste after, but nothing that you know stays around and um, has any major effect for too long. Yeah, maybe a little bit, man. I, I, you know, maybe as I get more into it, it might be there. For the first one or two, it wasn't really. It was quite, you know, quite clean, dissipated pretty quick. But yeah, as you get into it, it's, yeah. it's that little bit more there. Um, but yeah, it's it's it is kind of sweet, like I mean, not in a bad way at all, but it's it's. It's not what no, I'm expecting lovely. for something that's eight point eight percent. Like this is re- this is ridiculously yeah. drinkable for something that's eight point eight percent for me. <laughs> this, yeah. this yeah this that this, could be problematic. You, like, like I would happily swap <laughs> points to this. This does not seem like it should be eight point eight percent. Like this is this is proper decent. Like um, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. Like. <laughs> yeah it's weird like when i think of something like porter or maybe you know i know porters and stouts are different but like i obviously think think of guinness and it, that it shouldn't be overly carbonated or too fizzy but this like you were saying earlier there is when i poured it initially it looked like it was going to be way fizzier and have that kind of like weird taste but it doesn't to be fair it's 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 actually a lot smoother than i thought it was going to be um but yeah i could definitely see, see myself sitting drinking you know four or five of these easily and at 8.8% or whatever it is that's that's not a good thing <laughs> yeah, really. the, the other side of it as well Kinger is uh, you know like we were saying with the colour of it it's, it's it's pretty much just black it's there's there's no other way to describe this it's, it looks like t- oh my it's, God, it's, it's tar coloured yeah. like yeah. it's a deep tar colour like La Brea yeah. tar pits it's ridiculous Yeah. the only thing I'd say though is for something that looks that dark I expect it to be super heavy 
this isn't super heavy especially for it's so high percentage as well it's quite light you know for 8.8 percent .8 and that dark it's yeah. actually quite light so it is for me for me anyway i think it's actually kind of a light light enough porter i won't lie when you said looking at this and it's so dark and when you said what you were expecting, I thought the next result of your mouth was to be like a heavy morning on the toilet tomorrow. Yeah. I thought that's that's the, the I thought that's where you were going with that. So I was surprised you took it to an actual like um <laughs> a more civil um statement. Fair play on um, bringing it I, back I, to crassness, Kinger. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, ha, it has to be done. Uh Nally, I think this tasting has been far too friendly. Let's just will we just go with our gut and just rate this one because like I think it's yeah man I mean this is going to be pretty positive like yeah man I feel like um you know our whole aim of possibly getting a bit of a uh, bit of back and forth and a bit of one of us hating this and the other one not I don't think that's going to work out for me and you on this no. one because this is quality beer um so I, it's it's quality so look the both both beers are going to be rated as usual on the crafty crew podcast's uh, very scientific rating system of um unbearable boo Beer, brutal and unbeerleavable. Now, I'm going to start off and just say I don't think two of us can put a beer in the unbeerleavable section of our rating system. But I'm going to say this is brutal off the bat, and it's a it's a high brutal. Kinger, just before, in case you wanna you wanna change that, I think it's fair for the two of you guys to stick this as an unbeerleavable, but it won't get the official designation until me and Walshy can officially taste it. Okay, so. If the two of you Whoa. give this okay. unbelievable, what we'll have to do is our next special. Maybe we'll swap. We'll we'll try it as airside, um, or we'll swap or something. You know, so so don't feel restricted just because there's two of you. Give your honest opinion based on the you know licensed, trademarked, scientific <laughs> crafty crew podcast rating system. Okay, I mean, uh, look, I I've had about four or five mouthfuls because I'm actually going to save it and enjoy it when you guys are talking about your beer. It's so good. I don't want to rush it. Like it's actually incredible. So that being said, I'm going to change my rating for the first time in the podcast as well, and I'm going to say that this is an unbelievable beer, and I I like 100. It's so much better than I was expecting. Um. Yeah, that's it. I, 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 I feel like Nally is not going to agree with me now, which which worries me after such a, a cordial and civil rating. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I just, I, I just want to point out real quickly. Like, I mean, if the guy who wanted to get rid of the style of stouts is calling a stout unbearable, oh, <laughs> that's a good point. You know, and me, someone who there you go. and me, someone who absolutely loves stouts, is rating it next. <laughs> I feel like Walshy and Mark, you <laughs> may need to get your skates on and go find yourself some of this beer because it is unbelievable. So it is. Wow. This is yes. exceptional. This is a class <laughs> beer. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's not. It's it it, it looks like pitch black, but it's not too heavy. It's it's not over carbonated. It's just it's just enough, and the fact that it, you get that small bit of whiskey taste from it, but nothing major. Like it's not it's not burning the back of your throat. It's so subtle. At eight point eight percent, it's so smooth and so easy to drink. It's ridiculous. What it is like, I am absolutely gutted that I only got the one bottle of this. That's that's how bad it is. Like it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you should be even happy that you got one considering it wasn't one of our initial ones anyway <laughs> yeah it was no it was meant to be yeah. the dogma sent to us yeah. by mistake shout yeah. out shout yeah. out to the absolute mess up <laughs> <laughs> okay well look I mean me and Ali can wrap up our, our half of the rating um, that uh, Breton Brewhouse's Shanko Dove Porter um, gets an unofficial unbelievable rating on the Crafty Crew to podcast to be confirmed so, would that go down yeah, as TBC. like unbelievable ex- exclamation mark asterisk. or like question it's mark? An a- asterisk. An asterisk. Asterisk. So, Mark, do you want to remind us of what you guys are on? Yeah, let's get this over with. Um, <laughs> this is Dolman. Uh, so, the Western Herd Brewing Co. Dolman Irish Whiskey Stout. It's a limited edition from 2019. Um, or, well, they say it is. If it's been hanging around this long, that's probably not a good sign. 
Um, aged in Irish whiskey barrels with cocoa nibs, cacao nibs, whatever, and roasted coffee from County Clare. So, yeah. Um, okay, so we'll start at the start, Walshy, although just for clarity, me and Walshy have been drinking this while the other guys yeah. have been drinking. Also, so, yeah. I'd like to throw out, and I know Mark has had a bit of a, just opening the bottle, both of us had a hard time. <laughs> oh, it looks man. like me more so than anything. No, yours is just as bad. I just I'd left the room so you couldn't see it. Well, I left the room uh, and then when I came back to pour it again, I had to clean up again. I like yeah. I've gone through like a fucking roll of paper to clean shit up. It's a uh, what I ha- what I have <laughs> never seen in my entire life, right? So I poured it into the glass, which exploded with head, and then when Absolutely. I like got the head out of the glass and I looked at the bottle, the bottle was filled with head. The unpoured drink was like a third of the bottle and the rest was just head and I was like oh my god so um, it's a hard pour um, when you do get it, it out was, it's kind of yeah. it's it's very dark it's like you know it's a stout so it's pretty black um, the head is quite dark as well it's a brown head on it and it holds it reasonably well um, I found pouring yeah. it as well it looked like I don't know like tar or something nearly coming out of the bottle yeah it looks viscous uh, it doesn't look light, you know. Um, as for the the aromas, uh, kind of pleasant. It's kind of yeah, got not... like a a mocha y kind of taste. You get you get the the cocoa, yeah, yeah, and a little bit yeah. of the coffee. Um, but then the taste. Uh, well, she, what's your reaction to this taste? First off, when I read the bottle and I seen coffee on it, I was like, I'm not no, just I I can't do it. I don't mind it too much. There is something very strange at the end of it, though. You take a drink, and then just at the end of it, there's a weirdness there that I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe you might have a better idea, but it's an odd one. Yeah. So it's kind of, I would. it's not heavily carbonated, but for a stout, it's kind of on the more carbonated end. Um, You do get a heat off of it in your mouth. It's not major, mm. so the whiskey is coming through. There's kind of a woody, earthy kind of yeah. hint to it as well, which is probably the barrel, the barrel aged, which is nice. It is, it's a weird crisp feeling. And also when the liquid leaves your mouth, what I'm getting is this kind of almost like hot air at the back of your throat. And it's got a real sour, bitter, like cocoa taste. I'm nearly getting almost. like a blast of it's like sweetness. Yeah, it's it's well, Which I, I, I found kind of, kind of, of a bit kind of peculiar. Yeah, there's it's it's not great though. Like it's unusual. I think we, we can agree there's a weird aftertaste. There's there. There, there's a weird as it kind of goes down your throat. There's a, there's something weird there that I don't really know what yeah. to make of it. But in general, I don't mind it. I think this would be a big letdown in regardless to the two boys beforehand. But yeah. I, I I don't think it's overly bad. But that that thing at the end. It, it is, would be putting me off a small bit. Yeah, there's a heavy bitterness to this. Like, it settles down with the carbonation and the. it's not as viscous as it looks, but the bitterness stays throughout it. And as it warms, the bitterness comes to the fore a bit more. And it's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off, to be honest, watching Kinger and Ali have a great time <laughs> yeah. having a lovely beer. And I sit here and I'm kind of like... Fuck! Yeah. You're trying to think of reasons to to say it's better than it is when really, really, this is, this is not think, helping you at all because you kind of came into this with a bit of bad form because all you had yeah, was cider yeah. left on you, and I, I think that episode still to, has a bad taste in our mouth. Yeah, I have to just apologise to any listeners. Um, I had a barbecue today in the nice weather, and I had a, a cider after it. And it's really just destroyed my constitution. <laughs> and that's had a terrible time trying to deal with me. We, we all know a few cider drinkers out there. And once somebody has a cider in them, they're just a bollocks all the time. So I just want to say sorry to the lads on air and, and to you listening if I, if I seem a bit out of sorts. Okay, well, look, uh, myself and Nally were far too agreeable with each other. And in a strange, strange turn of events, Walshie and Mark, you guys have also been... Um, brothers in arms in this one and very um, sociable with each other uh, over the, the rating so do, do you want to just like yeah. draw a line under this one and give it a rating I feel like it's not going to be as positive as mine and Nally's was oh no, no definitely not I, definitely I'll not. go first Walsh if you don't mind yeah go for I'm it I'm going to give this a booze it's it, there's not much like 
while I'm pointing out things that aren't too wrong with it, there's nothing that's great with it. Like, there's nothing that you're saying, oh, that's a lovely thing, or that's a nice, like, aspect of this beer. It's a beer I'm making excuses for. Yeah, I'll finish it. I won't ever have it again. Booze. Oh, wow. Um, see, I, right, okay. I was going into it. I've seen coffee, them coffee stouts. I'm, I'm just can't do it. Like that breakfast that we had, I'm just not into them. Um, so I was very pleasantly surprised, to be to be honest. Uh, now that kind of taste at the very end is, I don't know necessarily if I'd say a letdown, but I just don't know what it is, and it confuses me. I'd I'd go just beer. I like I do the like the initial taste of it. That end taste is a bit. Would kind of have it on that lower end of just beer for me. It kind of. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say let it down, but it it's just I don't know if it needs to be there. I think we can agree that nobody should be rushing out to try this. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. I I like I like Western Herd to have a Google, and there's a brewery in Dublin called Third Circle, <laughs> and I think I'd like the two of you to have a sit down together and discuss how you can do things better because both of you need to improve a great deal. I would like to point out that I don't fully agree with Mark on that part. Surprise. I don't think I don't I they don't need that bit at the end. I think it's very unnecessary. But other than that, it's a fine beer. The, the coffee isn't overly strong, which works for me perfectly. And uh, the whiskey isn't overpowering, which is grand as well for me as I'm not a whiskey drinker either. So it's nice. I find it. I find it nice and smooth, except just that end taste at the, that thing at the very end. So you like it apart from the taste, was she? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there had to be some kind of banter at some point with you two it's fair it's fair <laughs> I don't know don't think he can disagree because he agrees <laughs> no. no well I mean it's, it's the concept of it that he likes yeah, yeah. he likes the idea <laughs> well like initially yeah. the initial intake of it and you know, when it's in your mouth is fine but when you kind of swallow that that's what she said <laughs> How else do you drink? <laughs> like, uh, the innuendo is insane. Paul Walsh, 2021. <laughs> when it's in your mouth, it's fine. But when you swallow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. So with two ratings of one booze and one just beer, wh- like where are we? Well, we read it. Are we, are we, are we r- rounding up then to just round beer? Up. Yeah, we rounded up to just beer with, a, with an asterisk. With an asterisk. Yeah. Until me and Nally can try it and either save it or... Um, Bury it. Banish it. Banish it forever. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it with fire. Okay, so that is a just beer rating with an asterisk for uh, Western Herd's Dolman Irish Whiskey Stout on the Crafty Crew podcast. Okay, then that brings us to the reason we're all here. Um, it's time to try the White Hag Brewing Company's uh, Shamrock Shake Ice Cream Ale. I have never had an ice cream ale. I didn't even I didn't even know that there were a thing. Um, I've seen pictures of this online, and I was kind of disappointed having seen them. Uh, the color is already freaking me out before I even open the can. Yeah, can I just talk about this? So, yeah, Shamrock Shake, good. I'm gonna do a Joey from Friends here for audio. Shamrock <laughs> Shake, good. Ice cream ale, good. Five point five percent. Good. <laughs> <laughs> the can has the normal White Hag um, Brewing Company logo, which is pretty good logo actually. Um, it has their Spree series mark underneath, which makes me think, if this is unbelievable, I'm gonna have to try the rest of the Spree series. Has anyone <laughs> had any of it? Have any of you guys had any? Yeah, the salted oh, caramel. Uh, oh no, that's the Druid series, isn't it? Yeah. So just a quick one on the Spree series. The Spree series is kind of like special edition beers that they do you know like so this one is a shamrock shake and you have a couple of other ones like um they do the druid series which is their version of stouts the and they do druid, different yeah. flavors stouts and things like that and this is just their spree series so spree is you know irish for player fun so you know i guess it's their fun series their play yeah. series which is just limited edition runs and stuff like that yeah so the can is like a just sequential load of happy little shamrock smiley faces which is just lovely and on the back, they do call out, they say, um, this ale is a very seasonal, one-day-only celebration beer. First conceived by Ronald and his buddies at the Big M for our national holiday. 
<laughs> so does that mean Ronald McDonald had something to do with this? It does. Well, I mean, he, oh, that's it's right, a shamrock shake. shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got there. Hang, you on, got hang there. on, hang on, hang on, hang on a second. I'm going into this not knowing number one what an ice cream ale is. Number two, I had no idea what the flavor is like, and I've just kept. I've continued reading from where you stopped reading there, and already I feel like I'm very apprehensive. Uh, expect aromatic mint. Oh yes. yes. Have you oh, ever yeah. had shamrock anything in chocolate? Before? What a shamrock shake is, Kinger. No, like, like the, no. The ma- just come here. Can I ask a simple <laughs> question? What's 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 an ice cream ale? Do don't what, do don't what serve shamrock shakes in supermarkets, lad. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, an ice cream ale, Kinger. I'm reckoning is going to be something very similar to a milkshake IPA. You know, it's kind of probably got a lot of lactose in it to kind of give it that milky, creamy kind of texture. A lot of lactose, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, just on the ingredients there, yeah, barley, lactose, wheat. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's kind of just going to be pretty similar to an old milkshake IPA. And it's just a different name for it, I'm guessing. I will let you know, Kinger, uh, mint is is something that's there. <laughs> just so you're prepared. <laughs> Watch you. Do you know what? Funny enough, it says it on the can. I thought it might be in there when it says it on the can. That's, that's... No, but when you read it, you were like, oh, "Okay," but I'm just saying. Just uh, Doctor Paul Walsh pointing out the obvious since 1985. That's what I was hired for. That's how I got my doctorate, or whatever it is. All right, get. look. Let's not put it off anymore. Let's crack these open and uh, give them a go. Oh, be the Lord. Oh my good sweet Jesus, <laughs> the smell. Since this, oh, is, this is fantastic. Uh, kind of a Paddy's Day thing. Should this really be blue? It should be, apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until the 17th century when green was in, introduced. And green being introduced because it's associated with the shamrock. So this is a shamrock. Oh, Jesus, boys, I can't get over that smell. <laughs> it's definitely green. Oh my God, lads. Okay, so it smells like mint chocolate ice cream. Yeah, we all like, agree like with exactly that. Exactly the same. Oh, yeah. That's what exactly what it is. Now, yeah. Now, lads, I know we, I know we go through this system and we, we go through the smell, but I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna jump to the color ahead of that really quick because, yeah, that's it's a little weird, isn't it? Just a bit. That's green. <laughs> like yeah, I mean, like, like hold it up to a light yeah. at a ninety degree angle. I can see. Yeah. I, I can see. Yeah, there's green there. I can see all that right, there's yeah. a bit of like of a normal ale color behind it. That kind of yellow, just at the edge of the glass. But that's green. Like someone's just scooped out the sh- Chicago River and put it into a can. Yeah, there's a hint of green there. All right, yeah. Plain weird. It's uh, it's quite hazy as well. So it's got the kind it of is, yeah. normal ale IPA kind of haze to it, which is nice. I like that. That mint smell is class, boys. I love mint, so that's really that's good. I haven't tried it yet, though, so I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it on me. But uh, that smell is good. Okay, look, I I do like mint. I like mint ice cream. I like mint flavors. When it comes to mint beer, I'm very apprehensive. I don't know, I, like. I mean, that's very fair. Very weird. Like, it's very weird. Not like, a flavor profile in beer you would be normally associated with, so I would be inclined to put you off. Just open your mind, Kinger. It's fine. Just just ease into it, baby. <laughs> I think guys try this oh my god I am absolutely loving this it's got the exact same mint chocolatey taste as it does in its smell it's got a nice crispness although it's not overly carbonated it's Paddy's Day not cri- cri- apologies <laughs> crispness oh, that's probably what you said it just sounded like crispness <laughs> I, I, I thought I, I said it too. Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> a few months away. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Forty day, forty Mondays apparently, from what I seen online. Stop! Stop! Yeah, I know. Stop talking about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we thinking, guys? Uh, um, uh, I can't get over the mint. I can't get over the mint. I I do like mint, but I feel like it's not it's not the mint I was expecting. You know, like a you know, like a mint cornetto or a mint chalk chip ice cream, or whatever. That's what I was expecting. This is more like a mint sauce on a lamb type of mint. If it's like really, I'm getting bitter, quite the bitter, like yeah, I'm getting quite the typical mint ice cream. You know, generic mint ice cream, whatever. Uh, yeah. kind of tasty off of it. Um, it's pretty nice, but yeah, 
I um, I have to say, if I had rated this on my first two mouthfuls, they're unbelievable isn't high enough. But as I start drinking it, <laughs> as I start drinking it, I'm kind of settling out a little bit. Um, Nally looks very pensive, very deep in thought. He looks like he's about to make a major life decision, you know. What's going on over there, buddy? You okay? I'm kind of a little torn here. <laughs> there's, there's, there's an awful lot of conflicting things happening in my life right now. Um, what is happening? Why is this a thing? I know. Like, I love mint. I know. <laughs> mint is my favorite flavor of ice cream. Why would you call this an ice cream ale and make it mint? And what is what's going on, boys? Like, is this good? What is this good? Do I like this? I do. I do have to say, like, massive kudos to the White Hag for doing something that's even remotely like this. I think. To put a green beer out there is like, it's an incredible move. <laughs> I think it. it ne- Hang on, it's in like stainless steel cans, so nobody knows it's green until they buy it. You know, <clears throat> so don't credit them for putting an unusual color out there. Just fair. You're right. Fair play for doing the unusual flavor. But that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. don't think color should come into this, Kinger. Just to nit. I, I, just, I mean, to nit- I just to nitpick your point for a bit of conflict for some sort of you know entertainment oh, in the podcast. I think it definitely should. It definitely has to. <laughs> if okay, so if I didn't know this was called a shamrock shake, and I cracked it open and poured out a green liquid, I'd throw it on the sink. <laughs> this has gone off. Like, okay, I've gotten. I'm like I've gotten someone's like nuclear runoff or something here. Like this, this isn't right. Like a hundred percent. Like, you know. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, like for the boys at White High, fair play to you boys. That's that's some effort of making something a bit, you know. And let's let's call a spade a spade. It's a bit gimmicky, but it's a great shout for Paddy's Day. Like, uh, look, look, it's at out doing there. something. Well done. Uh, I think the green color does has to come in. Have to come into it because, uh, you know, fair play. I mean, it's a beer. You buy a can of beer for. And yeah, Mark, 100% agree with you, but it's already gimmicky enough for being a Paddy's Day. You know, the can, the flavour, the whole lot, it's gimmicky enough for being Paddy's Day. And I think you pour this out after buying a can specifically for Paddy's Day. You pour this out and you see it's green. You're going to be like, oh, God damn, that's a great freaking shout for the boys for making it that way. You know what I mean? I think that's a big yeah. plus. However. No, fair play. Nah. <laughs> Just Nah. Grand. I'm never going to be going out to find another one of these boys, but yeah. No way. <laughs> I love mint, but this is not doing it for, Like, at the start, I think I was the same with Mark, but Mark kind of said, if it was the first two mouthfuls of this, I'm like, this is unreal. But as I get into it, boys, this is, like, we just had an, Kinger, you and I just had an 8.8% stout, and I found that light to drink. This is heavy as fuck for me i'm like i can't I'm like i couldn't sit there and have more than one or two pints of this i'd be in bits like i'd rather someone just dies a rock shore or dies some kind of beer with food dye and give me that like this is just really heavy and minty for what it is it's oh oh i'll finish it though nally can i throw yeah can i throw something at you right because I think we can all agree it's got a, a minty taste and if you like mint this could be a nice beer to try. If you don't like mint you know don't come near this. But um, the carbonation nally right when we had our first few mouthfuls the carbonation is, is at its max. It's full there straight from the can. I'm looking at my pint glass now. There isn't a single bubble hitting the top. I think a big problem with this could be way under carbonation and I think what could have been a very refreshing beer because ice cream is a refreshing food. There's a reason it's a dessert, you know, or for summer's days. If this was super carbonated, it would stay refreshing and the taste would complement the carbonation. And I'd just like to throw this out to all of you that I think carbonation could help this a lot. And I think it needs it. Yeah, so, Mark, I, I, I'd agree with you on that, man. Um, like, if you swirl the glass, so any beer that's kind of decently carbonated, when you swirl the glass, okay, the head might not stick around for a long time. But if you swirl the glass, you'll get a head back on it again. But I mean, you swirl this and there's, you know, within a second, it's gone. There's no head on it. It's not highly carbonated. It's very, very, yeah, but Kinger, like, that's pretty much gone nearly. Like, and I think, like, Mark was saying, I don't think the colour has to come to it. I think the colour has to be a major factor for yeah. the day that's in it. Um, it's it's definitely, like, it's a gimmick drink for the for the holiday that's in it. Um, I don't, to an extent, I think it has to come into a factor as well. 
like it's not going to be your traditional white hag larger that's out all the time they're stouts that's out all the time this is a kind of one-off into lead of paddy's day no more than some other ones that'll come out leading into a holiday valentine's will have specific ones that come out as well um i enjoy it for what it is what it is very no, fair point. I'm, I'm not going to like oh yeah no i have to make sure that i stock up on these before they go out of sale but you know the day that's in it if i'm you know obviously we can't go too far but if i'm with the family or something <laughs> it's like oh i'll get do you know three or four cans for them to joy just to try this kind of mad looking uh beer i'd it'd be really cool but uh, i don't think it's bad it is i think it's very drinkable uh, no, I'm not going to have a feed of them by all means, but I don't think it's that kind of drink either. Yeah, well, actually, I think you're after nailing it there, to be fair. I think, you know, some of the stuff might be a bit harsh, but I, I, I agree with you there. It is, it's, you know, as they say themselves, it's part of the spree session. I think they brought one out in this line for Christmas. Was it an eggnog ale or something they brought out for Christmas? Yes, they did, yes. That, I think that could have been part of this line as well. So it does seem to be a very seasonable thing or a very... um holiday based thing and you know fair pay to them for trying to bring something out something new to try around these different times but you know as what you're saying you know, I, I, i'll go get it but i'm not rushing out to find it again you know it's grand yeah you'll you'll get it for the day that's in it but yeah it's not something that you'd be like yeah oh like mid-july you're like oh there's one of them i'll get it but for the weekend or the week that's in it you're like yeah i'll, I'll pick it up just to say that i drank it yeah, but if it's a shamrock shake from, you know, what did they call it here? Ronald at the Big M. If they make them in July, hot damn, I'm getting me about a million of them, so I am. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I have to say, I think my sweet tooth is starting to take over here, and I'm actually starting to enjoy it. I, I um, am as well. I am as well. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a super big place for this. This is like a, like a nice, almost like a dessert drink a dessert drink or like yeah. summer's day kind of thing 100 percent. and i yeah. i agree a lot with what walshy said that when this comes out i'll enjoy it for what it is if i was having yeah. the St. patrick's day party or drinking on patty's day this is the kind of thing i'd be telling all my mates lads let's all go get a can of this just try it it's nice you know yeah. we'll all have a can and every year we'll have like a can a can of white hag oh yeah the the um, shamrock shakes coming out let's all get a crate of that or whatever and have one or two cans and I think if they actually just whatever bottle condition it, well, it's it's in a can, but prime this a bit better or, you know, add a bit more sugar or something just to get that carbonation up a notch or two notches. They're talking about a year round really delicious beer here or even a Cadbury cream egg type deal where you sell it for like six months. There's like a season of it when it's warm, you sell it. Um, Nally looks like he's about to punch I do, his boys, computer I, screen and he wants to say something I here. think I found I think I'm I think I found this beer's niche I think I found where it lives boys so Mark I agree with you with what you're saying but just when you were saying there like dessert type thing or whatever have you ever had an old creme de menthe after you've had a big dinner no exactly have you ever wanted a digestive yeah, yes. have you ever wanted a creme de menthe to last the length of a fucking pint <laughs> <laughs> every time I've had one same here like I always have like it's the class but maybe yeah. that's what it is maybe they you know you know if they want to market it as something a bit extra maybe instead of a creme de menthe after a big dinner get an old glass of this like an old you know 330 mils of this yeah. into a pint glass 100%. it's more enjoyable It'll you'll stick yeah. around for longer you're still having your drink you don't need to you don't need to swamp a shot of creme de menthe and then go straight back onto a heavily super carbonated beer that you're going to get afterwards have this for a while and sit on it for a bit could be good like yeah we have digestives we have dessert wines why not dessert craft beers exactly i mean here we go there you go crafty crew we put a pat dessert ice cream ales there we go pendant. crafty crew inventing entirely thing inventing entirely new dinner courses from scratch that's how we do (laughs) (laughs) i mean look in terms of aroma it's minty Color, green. it's green. It's mint. <laughs> Taste, it's mint. It's green, like it's minty. Do we want to just like rock on with our uh, rating for the shamrock Go shake? Yeah, and I'm gonna jump in first here, if you guys don't mind. I think you kick this carbonation up the ass. This goes way up, but with the taste, 
what it is, you know, the achievement of the colour. I'm going to give this a brutiful. It's going to be not like a super high brutiful. It's going to just kind of just about get up there for me. But I think if you kick this with a lot of carbonation, it would be a solid brutiful. And if this, if they can keep this, move it from the Spree series to their normal, you know, production or whatever and stick it in as a kind of targeted dessert drink this could be a really really good beer that everybody loves in two or three years yeah i i i have to agree i think i think i can't give this just a beer rating because it's so unique that it's like it's not beer obviously it is but like it 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 hits it it tells you what it's going to be and it, it hits it square on the fucking nose like it's unreal um, the more I drink of it, the more I'm getting into the sweet mint taste. Um, I think it's brutiful. It's definitely a brutiful beer. Um, I, I, like I can't really fault it. It's nice. Like I mean, I think we yeah. we I think our expectations were so high that the fall down could be a bit dangerous. But I think when you look at it objectively, it is still a really nice beer. Maybe you'd only have one or two. You're, but it's yeah. still really nice. Like. I honestly didn't have any expectations. Like I didn't know it was mint until we read the back of the can at the start, at the, at the, start of the the ratings. So like, um, but yeah, so beautiful for me, beautiful, beautiful for Mark. Um, what's he? Uh, I'm, I'm first off, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised on Mark there because the way you were kind of talking at the beginning, I, I didn't think you'd go so high. Um, I, I agree. I think it's beautiful. I'm putting it down to what it is. It's that gimmick Paddy's Day Shamrock drink. Uh, like you said, you're not you're not gonna go out and be looking for these on a regular basis. This is clearly killing Nally because he knows what the rating's gonna be. <laughs> but uh, I I think it's brutal for for what it is. It's that special holiday type of drink specific towards Paddy's Day. I think it's brutal. Yeah. Yep. And to Nally, <laughs> come back down to earth. Uh, like. Uh, it's grand. It's grand. It's uh, look. I'll tell you. I'll tell you straight <laughs> off the bat. It's just beer for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not giving it a brutal. Uh, it's grand. I love mint. Mint is class. It's probably one of my favorite flavors. Definitely my favorite flavor of ice cream and stuff like that. However, you see, I think Mark hit on the head earlier on. I think this needs to be more carbonated to get up to a brutal for me. Like, if this was more carbonated, I think it could hit a brutal. But it's not. It's it's a bit too flat to, to hit that for me. I think, you know, like I was saying, it, it might be a good um, you know dessert kind of drink. But to be that dessert kind of drink, it needs that carbonation. So, like, as it stands, it's just beer. However, if they bring this out the same and just bump up the carbonation, it could easily get a brutal for me. But the way it is at the minute, it's just not there for me. That's, that's just the way it is. But... Not not a terrible beer, just room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, fair. And I, I I have to say, like, just shout out to the White Hag. Like, we've all enjoyed it. Okay, we've all thought it was really tasty. And I know we kind of came down a little bit from. I had super high expectations. I thought I was going to be injecting this shit straight to my veins. That was just you, by the way. Episode, <laughs> um, in typical Dublin style, while she huh? Typical. Huh? Were oh, you going to make a comment about oh. where I'm from? There were you? Whoa, Athlone is much better. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Very fair. Okay, but um, but yeah, I think we really, really good shout out to them. And I, I wish a lot more of the bigger, more established breweries would take on stuff like this. Take a risk and go I for think them. Kind of. Yeah, this is the biggest, um, the biggest celebration of White Hack. If I had to give the brewery a rating for this, I'd give them a, an unbelievable yeah, rating. Yeah, absolutely. Because they've taken a chance. They've thought I'm going to do something for. Yeah, obviously they're going to make money off of it because it's a gimmick. But yeah. obviously they, they tried to do a good job. Last week, we had a drink where people tried to make a gimmick and clearly didn't give a fuck about doing a good job. <laughs> and it's as such, rosé ciders the... can yeah. go fuck. They're fuck right off, okay? I said it. <laughs> That's not even a gimmick. It's an actual thing. I would like to say massive shout out to the white hag like um they they make some they make some really high quality beers and i i enjoy a lot of their beers and um you know they're one of the, they're one of the few craft breweries around ireland that tend to make an awful lot of um you know different flavors like like they have the entire Dru- dark druid series which is just a load of different types of stout which is great crack like like fair play to them for going out and experimenting with these flavors 
and giving it a go. I think that's a good idea. They clearly have some lad in their in their staff where they're just like, "Hey man, go mad, go make a few beers there," <laughs> and that lad's just like, "Yeah, shamrock shake, anybody?" Like I'd I'd say out of the four of us, I'd probably be the white hag fan. I mean, I've I've tried loads of them. I've a lot of them spouts stouts that Nally was referring to, the dark druids. Um, there are some outlandish ones there. This could kill Kinger a little bit. I had that uh, Mexican hot chocolate, the the eggnog. You know, and some of them. Um, you know, there's the, the salted caramel is one of my favorites. The Mexican hot chocolate was an odd one. Um, but for what it was, it was still nice. We had chilies in it. There was a bit of a kick on it, which was odd. But you don't see that too much with other ones that I've come across anyway. You'll see the the few little gimmick ones, but nothing that's like out there. And White Hag seems to go out there when they're like, do you know what? Fuck it, lads. Let's be adventurous with this one. Yeah, and as the kind of brewery that puts their pint glasses and off licenses to have for free when you buy a few beers, I, want I that also glass. like that about them. <laughs> I want that glass. Okay, so I think that gives us a, a brutal rating for the White Hag Shamrock Shake. Yep. Good job. Yeah. Yep. Hey, hey, Western herd, Western herd, oh. take a look at, take a look at this white hag people. <laughs> this white hag people know what they do. <laughs> Mark's not letting that one go. My God. <laughs> okay, and finally, and thank God, that brings us to the end of our Paddy's Day special episode on the Crafty Crew podcast, uh, lads. Thanks a million. It's been a trek. Uh, we're back as normal on Friday, um, Mark. Just uh, give us one little roundup of where people can get in touch. Yeah, so you want to hit us up on socials, guys. We're on Facebook, um, Crafty Crew Podcast. We're everywhere you listen to your uh, podcast, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever it is, we're there, even YouTube. And if you want to follow our ratings for all the beers, we're on Untapped as well. Yeah, boys, anyone who gets a chance, hit us up on Untapped and uh, give you a follow back. You get a sneaky peek into you know how our beers and how our styles are going a little bit earlier then the podcast might come out. So, you know, you might be able to pick up the bears and stuff in time. So give us a follow on that as well. Uh, cool. So as I said, we're back as, we're back to normal on Friday with our uh, Trappists, which were a, rounding su- uh, a resounding success. Hell yeah. Right? Uh, so just to remind everyone, it was the uh, West, West Mala Trappist and the Rochefort uh, 8 as well, which uh, blew me away yeah, for so that was start. the West Mala Trappist triple. Just, you know, if you want to be fancy about a kinger, but, you know, that's how we do it. Those goddamn monks knew what they were doing. It is a triple, not a double. Fuck off. But you look like a monk, of course. Yeah, I made the beers. I made all the beers. Fuck you. What would you know about? So as the lads argue amongst themselves there, I'm going to say thanks a million and happy St. Patrick's Day from Walshie, from Mark, from Nally and from myself, Kinger. See you on Friday. Bye.